When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. To come out. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Right. We're Pat and JT. 402-403-9478 is our number. We would enjoy your texts. And uh, don't forget, you can also leave voicemail as well if you would like. Are we done with the heat wave now? Uh, did the, I think so. Did that expire? Uh, Hold on. This is gorgeous out today. Yeah, it's supposed to be nice today, tomorrow, and this weekend, like upper 70s. So it's going to be a beautiful, usually when my brother has his 4th of July neighborhood party, it's a thousand degrees and it's just, it's no wind and it's fun, but it's miserable and it's going to be beautiful this weekend. So very happy about that. He's doing his 4th of July this weekend? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they have a tournament, out-of-town tournament for um, Addison, I believe, um, the next weekend. So we're doing it early. They're doing it Saturday or Sunday? Saturday. All right. It says 79 and a 30% chance of thunderstorm. I'll take it all day long. 91 on Friday, but 79 and 75 on Sunday. Oh. Wow. And then 80s next week. Love That's going to be, that is your Chamber of Commerce weather Ugh. coming your way. Uh, and if we can kick off July in an 80 degree mark, I'd be so I'll take it. That'd be awesome. Um, I, I've said this many times. I hate the heat. Just don't like it. And I, and some one of the reasons why yesterday, well, the immense, incredibly smothering oppressive heat. Oppressive humidity. Oppressive humidity and heat. Yes. Humidity. Yes. So Beth and I were out last night, got our deck stained. So we were just kind of rinsing it off and get ready to put everything back on it today. Um, and we were out and we were organizing some stuff. And she absolutely hate, terrified hates spiders. If every single spider in the world died, she'd be happy. She'd make a cake. But we need spiders. Not, not in her world. Not, not in her world. We hate spiders. And I, I'm, not a, I'm not a spider fan either. I don't want them all to die, but I'm, not a, I'm just not a fan. Anyway, so she, <laughs> they could all die and she'd be super happy. So we're sitting there and we're not sitting there. We're cleaning stuff up. And I noticed, and she's always said, because when we first got together, if a spider or a bug or whatever, I'd go, don't move like that. And that she's like, don't ever do that. If there's a spider crawling on me or something somewhere, just casually walk up to me or give me a hug. Just something, because I'll, I'll freak out. So last night, <laughs> we're walking on the, the patio. I see she got workout shorts on. And I see this wolf spider about the size of a 50-cent piece on the side of her shorts. And I'm about 15 feet away and it's going down her shorts and getting ready to go up under. And I just walked over and I made eye contact with her. So I think she could tell something was up, but I just walked up. And I just smacked her in the ass really hard. And she's like, what? I'm like, I just saved your life. And I told her and she flipped out. Like I, I maybe smacked her a little bit too hard, but I wanted to kill that spider. I got him and she was so, so she had dead spider guts on her leg on my hand. Oh, she, yeah. She'd rather have that than a spider crawl up her shorts. A hundred percent because there's evidence of the death anyway so then she runs upstairs runs in the house and i see her taking her shorts off in the house thank the kids were at work myself was at work sprinting across the living room because she's just it was that's just how it happens that's how I, it ha- happens. I have to just throw this out there because i i'm worried now um but you know the caution that they throw out there about killing spiders about babies on their back yes mm-hmm. that's probably why you she usually can't about. see them and usually if you, when you kill a spider, that's why they, you know, that's one of the things about don't step on a spider. 
especially bigger ones, because you don't know if they're carrying babies. Do you, and then you have them everywhere. Do you remember Melissa she Rycroft? She would murder you. She, she would well, murder you. Okay, she, she had she would, spiders all over her butt. Well, but here's the thing. It's a double, it's a double-edged sword or double entendre. It's something. Double-edged it's t- sword. Whatever. So it's like if I didn't kill it and I said, I'm not going to kill it because then the babies could have come out. Can you just swat it away? Like, it was too – too intensive a situation because it wasn't. And number one, I would never just swat it. I'm not a catch and release. I'm a kill, whatever. Just, just flick it, pow. Flick it. it just, I, I didn't have time because she was moving. I was moving. The shorts were flowy. It's, and I didn't, if I had gone in for that and missed, it would have been like a scene out of Top Gun. If I had missed, like it would have been bad. So, um, but so Melissa Rycroft, you know, remember Melissa Rycroft from The Bachelor? I um, follow yeah. her on Instagram. No big deal. Oh, and she posted a story this weekend and it was a You're doing your red flag. <laughs> Trust me. I've got a whole line of red flags. Yeah. Um, anyway, there, uh, she posted a, a story on Instagram this weekend. It was a football floating in their pool at their house. Mm-hmm. And there was a, a spider and it was a wolf spider. It wasn't tarantula because she zoomed in and her husband knew what it was. It was a wolf spider that was the size of a baseball. It was absolutely huge and it was floating on the football in the middle of the pool so as the stories go on it gets further and the the kids whatever got the ball over to the side and the thing jumped up on the side of the pool and up on this planter thing and it was they got they were freaked out but they zoomed in and it was covered with babies the back of the spider covered with babies and you could see the babies were like following and then climbing back up and then i don't know what they did because they stopped the story but that i that's was disgusting that's, why, that's the the fear that and try yeah spiders are always around water there's always you'll always find and never where you can just see them but no. that, that's crazy and and get on floaties always flip a floaty before you jump on one uh, just gonna throw that out there no matter what's floating in the pool flip it before you jump on it or grab it because <laughs> uh, there's gonna be a bug somewhere and maybe not a spider but just other bugs because that's their that's their their little life preserver <laughs> They all get attracted to it. Oh, my God. So nasty. Ah, okay, so now that you brought up reality shows, um, I had a story that I grabbed, actually, for today. American Idol story, which I haven't watched that in so long. I thought they said it was done. It was going to be like last season was the final season again. <laughs> it is the, I don't know, it's the most exciting final rose story, whatever. I don't know. I don't know. It's like, just it's end it, be, man. We need some kind of a mashup of all of the reality shows, right? Pull the plug. And just do it. But um, apparently there's been an announcement made. American Idol premiered on Fox, by the way, 20 years ago. Um, Apparently what the new change is, is they have decided, and this came from Jessica Sanchez. You remember her? She was on season 11. And when I saw her picture, I'm like, oh, hey, I kind of remember her. Because that was, you know, 10 years ago. Um, But she apparently was making the amount announcement or speaking to the announcement that they're going to get rid of the bad singers. They're no longer going to have them as part of the audition that makes it to TV. <clears throat> so they said they've decided we're done with the bad auditions. We aren't going to air those anymore. And it's kind of interesting. She said she was happy to see it happen because she says, you know, there's so many really good singers out there that are just trying really hard to make it. And they put their blood, sweat and tears into their music and they deserve to be shown instead of people that are just chasing reality TV fame. Oh, my gosh. That's why we're watching it for the bad ones. We're watching it for the bad ones. That's the whole re- That was the thing the first couple seasons before you start thinking that, okay, people are trying to game the system. They know they're bad. They just want to get, to get on TV. Those first couple seasons when Simon would dice them up, that's the whole reason why we all got addicted to that show. 
That was it. The dude that, that looked William like a mole Hung. rat. Remember him? William Hung. Um, Sanjaya. Yeah, all of them. That's why we um, watched. That was the whole. And, and yes, it was like there was just this 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 um, unintended side effect of, oh, and we have a winner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it was just watching people. And they show up in the crazy costumes and they were trying to be some, some went over the top and the ones who were trying too hard didn't make it on TV. It was the ones that genuinely were entertaining to some degree, which the William Hung is the one that probably sticks with me the most. And I know there were several others, but the interesting part, and I can say, Pat, you are totally average because the average American says the same thing you do. Good. They, They were like, good. This is insane. That's the only reason I watch it. It's the only reason I ever have watched it. They need to understand their audience a little bit better. Um, the bad auditions is what made it, uh, used to be the best part and that, and the original judges, since they changed that, I haven't been watching. It's just not the same. Um, then the, the just goes on and on the people that are commenting on it. And honestly, I think they need to understand their audience a little better. People, they're taking themselves way too serious. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. They need to, they need to. And then they also, I think just need to not do it anymore. The show. Cause, cause before <laughs> well, when the it voice. first, when the voice is so much better, cause it's, uh, I, I like the voice much better than idol, mm-hmm. but I haven't watched idol in deck. I could probably a decade. I haven't watched it in a very, I, very long time. Um, hmm. cause there's only so many things you can do with a singing competition. And back when the idol started, it wasn't like YouTube was around and online Snapchat wasn't around. IG was around. So you can, you, you had, you didn't have access to people and entertainment like that back then, like you do now. So it's just old. Right. Right. It was, uh, pre MySpace for God's sake, really, you know, where people were posting their music. Yeah. Um, but, but you're right about they, they had a good thing. And they took themselves too serious and everything from trying to bring in like the judges, the judges they had were perfect. And, and Simon, Simon to this day, I still watch him on, is he on America? Not America's got talent. Um, Yeah. He's on AGT. That's it. That's the one he's on. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and there was, there was a, there's a video that's floating around and I just saw it the other day for the first time, but I think it just happened not too long ago. A guy came on stage and you couldn't see the guy and he had somebody in front of him with a camera. And so the, the audience couldn't see him. And so they had the big screen up behind and they were going to project him up there, but they did a face swap and it was Simon's face. Ooh, creepy. And this guy, no. And this guy's voice and, and, and made it look like Simon was this amazing singer and, and he was singing and he would do little, the mannerisms because it, it was like the best CGI ever, but it was Simon's face and singing and you, it wasn't like where they had the mouth just sitting there and you could tell the teeth didn't oh, fit like a jib you know, jab. And, were, and it was like, talking. It was, it was awesome. And Simon about lost it. I, bet I mean, he, he was just like covered his eyes and then he'd look up at it. And but it, then at the end he says, I, I think something about you found the perfect, the perfect contestant, <laughs> uh, the best, the best voice. And, and something about it being attractive or something like that. <laughs> but it was, Hilarious because they're looking for a way to what we have that million dollar show for Las Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. That's what they're basically pitching. Yeah. And that it was brilliant. It was awesome. But Simon still still is harsh and Simon still is unforgiving. And but then I like when he gets surprised, you know, and but that's what was endearing about him. Yeah. Um because people people because he said all the things that people wanted to say but didn't have the courage to say it but he did it because it was his business like he had to, he's not going to waste time on somebody who's not going to make it in his mind they may make it somewhere else but in his mind it's not going to happen so that's right. why we and loved I'm, him 
don't waste my time. Don't waste yours. Yeah. You know, and, and it was brutal, but it was awesome. Yep. Um, so anyway, I think, yeah, I think uh, we thought they jumped a shark a long time ago. They found another shark to jump. So yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> then yesterday, on yesterday's episode, we were talking about Top Gun, and I had asked you about the former girlfriend. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah. And I do. Okay, I remember so you, that. And I don't remember a former girlfriend. So my girl Jillian wrote in, JT, she says, Top Gun character rundown. In the first Top Gun, there is a brief mention of Penny Benjamin. When Maverick recounts the times, he was in trouble with a general's daughter. Oh, it's I remember just that. the name, but no actual character is shown. Fast forward 35 years, bam, Jennifer Connelly, the bar owner, is Penny Benjamin. She's the previous girlfriend that was noted in the first movie. Interesting. There, there's your connection. Got it. That's good, Jillian. So now when you think of the movie, the bartender, mm -hmm. Jennifer Connelly, who I've always liked her, um, I saw pictures of her and I didn't know how they... Yeah. How it connected. But that's what it was. She was the former girlfriend. And in the in the movie, the new movie, she um something she Penny has a daughter and Tom, uh, Maverick is, you know, hooking up with the mom or whatever. They're do, doing whatever. And he may he is mom or he talks to the daughter and she says something like I don't care what happens, just don't break her heart again. So that so that flash now it makes more sense cuz I didn't know I'm like, well they didn't really go into the story of break her heart again. Is this her his baby? That was the that was one of those Easter eggs that I love when movies do that, when they care enough to pay attention to details, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because that was a little little nugget a little that probably tiny one. nobody remembered from the first movie. But it was that line, don't break her heart again, that made some people go back and like, oh, break her heart again. Like, Who was that mean? Who's that? Yeah. What's well, that mean? You know, that's where it came from. I knew there was something to it. So Jillian, thank you very much for that. Okay. Yeah, that was stressful. <laughs> that was very stressful. Uh, let's see here. Going to wrap up a couple of stories for you. <laughs> last week, uh, they finally got done with the last trial for the uh, the parents, the wealthy parents that were charged with trying to get their kids into good colleges by paying off teachers. I forgot all about that. Yeah, they were still doing that until last week. The dad was acquitted. He apparently had uh, been charged with bribing a Georgetown university tennis coach, hundreds of thousands of dollars to get his daughter into the school. Um, and his case was the 57th tied to operation. Blues. Isn't that crazy? 54 of the 57 defendants pled guilty or got convicted. And that includes Lori Lachlan. That includes Felicity Huffman. And his case was the only one to end in acquittal. I think everybody was tired. Right. They're like, whatever. <laughs> but he was found not guilty in the charges and accusations that were brought forth about the Georgetown tennis coach. I don't know what happened with the tennis coach. Was Were they charged? I don't, too? I would I don't know. Probably. I would assume that anybody involved was charged on some level, but I'm not sure. Somehow. So anyway, they say that he used a middleman to pay $180,000. Ah, the coach pled guilty in October to accepting $3 million to funnel some of the, Remember that guy's name, Singer? He was the guy that was like mm -hmm. the connector yeah. for everybody? Yep. Um, so he, this this coach, did accept over $3 million to funnel some of this guy's Singer's clients into Georgetown as fake recruits. So he made, at the time, Jeez. about $3 million. That's a lot of he cash. Is to be, oh, my God. And he's going to be sentenced next month. So his trial's already happened. Wow. So anyway, yeah, that took some time. 
Yeah, I forgot all. That was pre-pandemic stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just been going on this whole time and nobody's been covering it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But Lori Loughlin had to go two months and Felicity Huffman served 11 days um, for her part. But those were the only two really super duper high profile ones that were out there. So crazy stuff. Yeah. Jeez. Um, And then uh, another one for you. Oh, yes. Anthony's Steakhouse. We've all kind of bemoaned the fact that they're closing their doors and who's going to get the cow. I can't wait and, to see who gets the cow. Right? <laughs> this looks fantastic. The auction is coming up this weekend. And um, they have, there is a site out there. If you get out, get a chance to get, you can kind of Google it for the auction. I think it's, what is the name of the auction house? I don't have it right this minute. That sucks. Anyway, um, they have a breakdown of all the stuff that they're selling, all the different lots that they're going to be selling. And if you want to get anything from like a box full of condiment packets, uh, so you can get, yeah, sugar, um, ketchup, mustard, mayonnaise, all those little packets. Uh, You can get some, um, I think there was some ocean spray, a couple cases of ocean spray. (laughs) Uh, There's a lot of silverware. There's chairs. There's dishes. There's Then there's the kitchen stuff for the big restaurant kitchen stuff but there's all kinds of stuff but it's all online you can take a look at it it's kind of fascinating and the cow will be sold does it say like Um, is there a starting bids for anything up there like potential for the cow or no i didn't see any starting bids or minimum um prices on there so i'm not sure how they're doing that so anyway you can register on the site if you want to take a look around or I saw that this weekend too. It's not, it doesn't happen this weekend. I think it's the end of July, June, maybe, or July that La Solomillo is closing also. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, you see those, those iconic restaurants that have been around forever and behind them, it's a, fa- a family just like any other family. And sometimes the kids don't want to carry on what the parents built. And it's like, well, all right, then we're done. We're out. Yeah. And then they don't have somebody that they want to leave it with. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, or that wanted to try to carry it on because it's a lot of hard work. And think about all the crap that they survived to get to the other side of COVID, for God's sake. And, well, I mean, wouldn't you? Um, I don't know the situation that they're in, but I would, I would think if I built something like that, that was a community staple, at least in that area of town. It, why wouldn't you sell it? Like, why just let it go away? I thought about, I thought of that about Nobby's also. Like, why wouldn't you try to sell it instead of just letting it dissolve? I don't know. I don't know if. It, well, they're probably, you know, when you, when somebody tries to sell a family business, which my family, my mom and dad's business went through that to a lesser degree, not so publicly, I guess, but in its, in its industry, it was a big deal. Um, and they ended up selling like the client list went here, uh, the equipment went here, the office, this stuff went, you know, it ended up being broken up. It's like Richard Gere came in and broke it all up. And yeah. Remember in the movie? In, in, yeah. Yep. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, was the, it was like they broke it all up because it was worth more in pieces than it was as a whole. Uh-huh. Because I think there's a, an element that you just can't sell to somebody. And that's the, um, the passion of the family that owns it. Yeah, true. So they're probably selling some stuff, but not just as a whole. Right. And, yeah. and, and taking over a business like that anymore. When you think about like Joe Tessa's, when they talked about them selling, they never did recover really. They, they stuck with the drive through in the, the dining room, never got back to back up and running and yeah. they just couldn't continue. And I wonder if that isn't part of it too. Probably. Yeah, probably. So anywho. All right. So, um, real quick here this weekend, um, uh, just here, let me check here on two, 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 two. Nope, we'll do that later. We'll do that later. In the meantime, we'll talk about Centrist Federal Credit Union, though. Okay, sounds good. 
That's what, you know, some, some of these uh, restaurants that potentially didn't work out for them. Maybe they should have gone to Centris's blog at centrusfcu.org. They could have picked up some tips after the bar- restaurant closed. I'm like, hey, this is a good idea for saving money. Mm-hmm. Or what are we going to do with all this money now that we sold everything? Right. Savings account. Savings account. Their blog can help you with that. And of course, get online, centrusfcu.org, and you can find more details about their home loan offer that they have right now. It's both for refinance and for your first mortgage. Um, take a look at it because it's a fantastic rate. Uh, and if it's something that'll work for you, this could be the ticket that you're looking for because I know rates are starting to kind of creep back up a little bit. Um, and then, and that's going on through July 29th. They extended that. Uh, finally, take a look also. It's cruisingforacureomaha.com and you'll find details on their website about this too the Nebraska Prostate Cancer Alliance car show, which Centris is presenting. And that's coming up in August, August 7th. More details will be coming your way as we get closer. Sweet. So you can get on the website or call them 402-334-7000 and chat with someone that can help you. Very good. Uh, So the story that we didn't really talk about when it happened was Britney Spears getting married. And it just kind of was like, okay, they got married. That's cool, whatever. And then we heard about her ex-husband trying to break in. Mm-hmm. Right? Did you hear yeah, trying to crash the wedding with a box cutter? Yeah, random. Jason Alexander. It's like, dude, he was married to her for seven, two hours. Right. Like, dude, if you are, if you are, and all of a sudden, he- like, if per, that's a that's a textbook example of get over it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he expected her to do. Just just drop her new husband and run off with. Right. Him. Like, oh, that's so hot Maybe. that you crashed my party with a box cutter. That's so hot. Let's go date again. That's so hot. That's so hot. It is so hot. Um, but I then I saw some stories over the weekend talking about some of the people that were at her wedding, and I mean it's like a flipping who's who of famous people, and apparently more than a few of them had had several cocktails, and there was a, there was one site that was keeping track or had a a counter for how many how many times each person had fallen down. Like Madonna fell down three times, and Selena Gomez fell down two times, and <laughs> I mean it was just a it was a, a unbelievable rock star list of people that were there. It was crazy. Um, some of the, who else did she have? Paris Hilton was there. I don't think she was working. Um, but they they had so many famous people that showed up at her party. None of her family. <laughs> they were a little pissy. And then Jesse, it, or was it Jamie that recently came out with something? Uh, the the um, sister? She was pissed off about things. Yeah. yeah. And, then the, and then just now they've announced that Britney has a tell-all book. And so Daddy Jamie is claiming she's going to be making 15 million in this new tell all book. And he is filing paperwork to compel a deposition because he wants to sue his daughter after he put her through how many years of this conservatorship. What a jerk. What a jerk. Well, if anybody follows her, I'm sure she's probably said a lot of this stuff on Instagram already. So we all probably know most of it. So Jamie's too late, pal. I can't even imagine just going to be in writing so we can read it a, a little bit slower by ourselves and, and get all the details, Jamie. Um, sorry. And they had a picture on here um, that they were talking about this story and it was her and her sister and her mom and dad. And the picture was uh, entitled underneath. It just said happier times. And I'm like, really for who? Right. Yeah. <laughs> for everyone. I'm sure. I don't think it was probably happier times for her. Happier times Maybe for everybody for- else though. Definitely for dad. But <laughs> I don't think everybody else was happier times, but showed them all at a table smiling and, and sitting there at a dinner table. They probably, it was probably 15 years ago. Who knows? But yeah. What so I'll be watching guy. for the book, the tell all book that's supposed to be coming out.
I'll wait for the audiobook or the podcast. <laughs> That's about right. <laughs> you were made for podcasts. Right? Uh, I totally was. Um, thank you guys awesome. for, um, you know, texting us. If you have anything like we, like the Top Gun thing, that's perfect. Because we, uh, mm-hmm. we, we were, when we were on the radio, we didn't do any research. We just threw stuff out. You did all the research. I just, we just throw stuff out there. So if you catch yeah. something and we don't have, a, we don't have a, a researcher right now to, to go back and correct us on some things. Um, so we need fact checkers. So we need uh, a volunteer fact checker squad. Yeah. A V volunteer fact checker squad, a VFS. Oh is fact gosh. checker one word or two? Is what fact checker? I think it's hyphenated. So volunteer VFCS. VFCS. Okay. V-F-C-S. That sounds super. Yeah. I, we should get a shirt with like a patch on it that says that. We're going to get jackets. Yeah. Or... Heck yeah. We're going to get jackets. Maybe. <laughs> Don't fact check that. Um, all right. Thanks, you guys, for listening to our podcast. Go to our website. It's patentjt.com. Podcast, a Huda Media Production.